Hi, I'm Justin. Also, I hate the way my voice sounds, so if you can like do whatever Photoshop does to voices, make me sound awesome. And this is my lovely friend. The beauty in the eyes of the beholder. And it's just about getting into the seat of being the beholder. Haley. I don't think you have to be particularly perceptive. I just think you have to look up. This podcast is mostly just her telling me stories. If you expose yourself to the possibility that this might be really awkward, there, there could be something just really cool on the other side of it. She thinks that her life and way of looking at things are... Oh, I thought I was kind of waiting on you. I thought you were getting your stuff ready. You're waiting on me? Pretty normal. You got to edit out all the misinformation about the Amish. Maybe you can relate. I would like a chance to re-sing the Amish paradise. <laughs> if you want lighthearted stories... All right, you want to talk about goats? And stream of consciousness... I just woke up and needed some friends, and so I bought them. Then you're gonna like the Sunny Side Up podcast. Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up. So, if you're at all like me, you may feel that you're living in a world that can be a bit overwhelming and confusing at times. I'm also a huge fan of podcasts, documentaries, docudramas, stories, and of just information in general. Between all of that, and the social media and news, sometimes our brains can feel like they're on overload. Haley and I hope that this podcast can be something of an anecdote to all of that, like little jello shots of joy and distraction. None of it is too serious or really too informative. Mostly it's just two friends who have conversational chemistry talking about whatever enters the minds of relatively ADHD people. We hope you enjoy. I wonder what my notes mean. Um, I had a Craigslist sale gone wrong, and it says hot tub guy. Oh, it's your own note, and you don't know what yeah. it means. What did that mean? <laughs> what was this repressed memory? What happened with a hot tub guy on Craigslist? Oh, I, you know what? I know what that was. I was, this week, the, no, since the last time I saw you, yeah. you had bought a bicycle, and I mentioned that I wanted a bicycle, yes. and so your wife surprises both with bicycle seats, okay? I go home, found an amazing bike on Facebook Marketplace, and uh, my husband was like, hey, look, just let me go pick it up for you. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's convenient. I'll go on my way home. He's like, mm, I think I'm just going to do this. Just let me do it whenever I get off work. So, no problem. He drives. And he goes and he picks it up, and the guy's like, that guy. The yeah. guy that you don't want your wife yeah, to yeah, pick yeah, up. Yeah. And he's, you know, like climbing out of a hot tub and all but inviting, like, you mm. want to come climb in this hot tub with me? You know, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So that was my note about hot tub guy. That was, uh, Tim said, that was an occasion where you did not need to be yeah, the person yeah. who showed up yeah. to purchase yeah, 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 yeah. that, that <laughs> you, Facebook Marketplace you, you might have joined him and stayed in his hot tub for longer than you were so actually wanting to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much longer. There is, an, I, there is a thing that I check for whenever I get on Marketplace or Craigslist. The thing that I'm looking for, it's out there. Hmm? No? This is out there. Okay, And I don't know there. where it's at. Okay, yeah. so... I work in a courthouse, right, doing yeah. courthouse research, and the man that I work for uh, will have projects, and we'll go do this work in a particular courthouse for months at a time. So before I worked for him, he had a project at a courthouse in South Alabama, which was the home county of Harper Lee, the woman who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, wow. Yes. Her sister is actually an attorney and was a judge in that county, and she was the judge in the courthouse at the time that 
my boss had this project going. Wow. And when they do these projects, it's good. It, it brings a lot of money to the community. So um, at, they were they were happy to have them there doing this project. Yeah. So Christmas is rolling around, and the people who were working for my boss at the time decide that a very nice gift for him would be to get a signed copy of To Kill a Mockingbird, America's favorite novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for good reason. It's fantastic. Yeah. I reread it every couple of years. But mm. Harper Lee uh, did not like to—she she didn't love the fame. She didn't love the publicity. She kind of laid really? low and out. Yeah. It, she would sign, but— one man was uh, said he he wanted to get a signed copy and she would only trade him for his wife's um, some something famous that his wife cooked or maybe it was a family recipe mm. or whatever like she would barter. she wasn't just giving it away that's right she would Ooh, barter like and that. it had to be something that was interesting to her because she already had more money than yeah, she yeah, ever yeah, expected yeah. to yeah, have right buy, yeah what do you give a woman who has everything yes yeah and she was probably careful with her money um, it was a modest little community but she she was she was guarded but her sister being the judge in the courthouse. Was like ah uh, okay. They asked her if she would do this favor and help them get a signed copy for their boss, and because he had you know had so much work going in her courthouse, she was like yeah I'll help you out. So she gets him a signed copy of To Kill a Mockingbird. Wow. He opens it at Christmas, and he's like, "This is amazing. What a what an amazing thing to have. Yeah. Thank you so much. But I have two sons." Someday I'll pass away. This is a cherished item. Mm. How would I ever decide which one of them gets it? I'm going to have to ask y'all to go back and ask her for another copy. Right? Unbelievable. (laughs) They're they're really pushing Miss Harper here. Right. But they did it. And they get another copy of this book signed. Wow. So now he has one for each son. Yep. Why wait till you're dead? So he goes ahead and gives it to both of his sons. So here's here's part of your inheritance. Take it now. And one son uh, has it on shelf with a collection of signed books, like he's yep. pretty passionate about it. He understands the value of it, and he loves it. The other son um, became a missionary after that and hmm. was moving out of the country and kind of liquidated oh, yeah, all yeah. the family assets. And somehow that signed copy of To Kill a Mockingbird got lost in the mix. And no. it, Yeah, I don't know if it was yard sale or no. put in storage and lost over the years, but somewhere out in this world is a— is an uh, is a copy an untethered copy of To Kill a Mockingbird? I'm hopeful that it's still just circulating around. So if I'm in a thrift shop yeah, yeah. or a used you just bookstore, keep your eye out. yep, I'm yeah. looking. If I see a copy of To Kill a Mockingbird, I'm flipping through those first couple pages to say, <laughs> is, "Is this, this the, the one, one? <laughs> Miss Nail? Did you sign it?" Wasn't and that you'd be name? you'd be the person that'd be likely to actually find that, you know. I don't know. Um, there's a friend that I made. Uh, he's a rocket scientist, but we sat by each other on an airplane. I got to ask all the questions I ever had about the space program, and he could answer almost all of them. But he also yeah. loves signed books. Oh, yeah. And he would stumble into these booksellers in New Orleans and find books signed by astronauts. Wow. So he has... But I think he has Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong. Dang. Like he and he knows who, like he knows which books he knows these people because he's thinking about them all the time. So Gosh. he he would probably spot them before the average person. But because Buzz Aldrin w- will charge you, I think really a, a pretty penny. Like he knows his work. Is Buzzy still around? Oh yeah. Is he around? Okay, oh yeah. Awesome. Yeah. He's he's. I think he's doing pretty well, and he's has pretty he? active on social media. He's got a hot young wife. Does he really? Yeah. Good for him. I know. Very good for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Good for has him. Has a I mean, young child. Wow. Yeah, I think he's like 93. Dang. Yeah. Has he finally admitted yet to the whole flat earth thing, or is he still sticking to this whole sphere 
business. Oh, right, that the moon landing was was false. I don't, I'm not asking him because of the whole punch out of the guy who accused him of it the first time. Wait, if what? You're gonna, Wait, did he punch somebody? I didn't yeah. know that. What, Buzzy did? Yeah, let's Google this. Okay. I don't know if there's video of it. Let's find Dang. out. But, the, yeah, somebody accused him of a fa- of the fake moon landing. Of faking oh. it, and he, and he punched them. Um, that, that seems like if I'm going to if I'm going to endorse a conspiracy theory, I'm going to do it with force and violence. Also, yeah, that's entirely, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I entirely like, support the. Yeah. Yeah, he was 72 years old. Dang, what a rock star! And I think there are videos of it. So wow. there's okay, something to look forward to. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Yeah, please do. That's fantastic. Yeah, I had no idea. I always thought of you. Always see all the astronauts. They're such put together, well mannered. People. I mean, the only really crazy story I know about an astronaut is the lady who <clears throat> drove across the country with a series of diapers who was involved in some sort of a love triangle. Do you remember that whole business? She didn't want to stop, so she was wearing diapers? Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. what it was? Yeah. Was I she an astronaut? I think so. I think she was part of the space program in some way, shape, or form. Maybe she wasn't an astronaut. Maybe she was just a, a NASA scientist. But whatever happened, that's the literally the only, like, it's the only, like, uh, salacious thing I've ever really heard about people involved in the space program. They just seem like such, you know, put together calm folk, you know. They've literally been to other worlds physically, you know. I don't know if I would call it salacious, but one of my favorite fun facts about the space program is the time they were sending a woman into space and they asked her if 100 tampons would be enough. That's she was right. only going for like a week. That's <laughs> right. Like, I this remember. Is I remember you told me that. That is beautiful. By the way, have you ever heard about um, the lady who was helping? Um, what was the uh, Houston? We have a problem. What, what Apollo was that? Apollo eleven or thirteen? One of the one of those. Yes. Y- yeah, I think it, I think the story is around centered around that. I could be wrong on all my facts, but I believe it was centered around a problematic mission, and uh, so Apollo eleven. And uh, they were trying to get it back to Earth safely, and it was a very tense situation. And one of the females, kind of like in a Hidden Figures type of sense, right? Like if you've ever seen the movie Hidden Figures, there's all these women that um, were really good at maths. And anyway, she was really good at maths. And um, anywho, she was in the hospital um, trying to push her baby out. And they were coming to her because of the flight situation. And do you know who? Jack Black. Jack Black. She made Jack Black. And like right after, either right before or right after the delivery, she's, you know, just happily doing the calculations that are needed to help save everybody. I mean, that is a super mom right there. That's so incredible. Good gosh, what a legacy. I'm going to celebrate her at Mother's Day in addition to my own mother. But wow, what a woman. Yeah. Yeah, Her. and and then you, you know uh, I don't know anything really about Jack Black other than just his public persona, but he seems like a really cool dude. The kind of dude who's birthed in the midst of a yeah. turbulent space program emergency. Yeah, what a fantastic story. That is a fantastic story. I know. Hello, lovely friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And it would mean the world if you would tell other people about this podcast and maybe even spam your social media accounts with just how much you're enjoying it. If you are, of course. 
Also, commenting and rating us on whatever platform you're downloading or streaming from is incredibly helpful to a little startup podcast like this one. On the other hand, if you are dissatisfied with your listening experience, please leave all of that hate on someone else's podcast, just maybe to confuse them a little bit, right? But most of all, we hope you keep looking up and looking for the sunny side of life.